You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we continue our coverage of the television show Lost. We are up to the 16th episode. This one is called Outlaws, and it first aired all the way back on the day that was the 16th of February 2005. Uh, This was written by the amazing Drew Goddard and directed by the even more amazing Jack Bender. That's how you stretch it out, folks, when you don't have that information directly in front of you. Um, But yeah, excited to be back, excited to talk about Lost and excited to say that my name is Ben and I'm heavy and I get cramps. And my name is Nora, and I've never blamed a ball for all of my problems. Haven't you? Oh, I thought you had. Was that your quote? Did I steal yours, or did you have a different one? No, no, no. no. I thought... I don't even know what yours was. Hurley, because he's Hurley. Who else is heavy and gets oh, yeah. cramps? But um, anyway, we have a yeah. we have a Sawyer episode today, uh, which uh, I always enjoy, Sawyer. Uh, we're, we're kind of at the point now where we've pretty much had a flashback for everybody, except for that man I just mentioned who gets heavy and has cramps, but... We kind of get a good payoff in a couple of episodes for him, but uh, back to see some Sawyer, back to get into it, and it's a very good backstory, like a, a flashback, and like mm-hmm. a very long, like there's a, there's a whole period there where you kind of forget you, you're watching Lost, because this flashback goes on for a very long period of time there. But even the island stuff, like, it's a bit silly on paper, but I actually don't mind it. Um, and I, can I just point out, though, the one thing that makes this episode not the greatest episode of Lost is there's no fucking boon in this episode. Like, we're, we're, there's no, yeah. this is literally not well, even in well, the background boon. Well, tracks. <laughs> boon tracks. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, <laughs> he's still causing trouble off screen. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think Outlaws is a good episode, but I'm, I might just call it right off the bat. Best flashbacks episode so far, perhaps? I think mm. out of the 16, this probably is the best so far. Um, so much so that I almost wish the entire episode was a flashback, because I really get into the flashback. It's just, you know, we, we really ragged on Homecoming last week with the flashback of how terrible it was and how the island stuff was kind of good. This is the opposite. Outlaws has a great great flashback but the on island stuff you know there's some there's some workable stuff but there's also some garbage um filler stuff so yeah like it's a shame that they can't kind of get that balance working on some of these episodes but the flashback stuff is just so good and that seems to be a thing with sawyer his flashbacks are normally good and the island stuff is normally not as good for his episodes um but you know it's a fun one yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I think I agree with everything. I mean, it's, it's, the, the flashback, yeah, it would, phew, yeah, probably the best one. I mean, uh, Lox is pretty decent, though, uh, for. Oh, yeah, Lox is good, but, I mean, outside of the twist, though, I guess his is kind of just a bit random. It's still good, but this is, like, consistent. It's start to finish. I mean, we've got the T1 freaking thousand in this. <laughs> we do. We, we definitely do. Agent Doggett. Um, it feels like an episode of... Yeah, or him. Uh, <laughs> feels like just an episode of a TV show that's not lost. Like, when he goes and he meets Robert Patrick and he's off 
to hunt down this guy. It just it feels like a completely whole new series. The, I mean, if it's it's very intriguing, just kind of because I think we've talked a lot about characters who we we really do like their flashbacks. Um, and you know, I, I said I really always like the Kate flashbacks because I think they're always, especially at this point where you sort of you don't know fully what she's done. And Sawyer's kind of the same. Like you, you don't know kind of how we got to this situation. You've heard the letter, you've kind of heard this, but this is the first time, obviously, we're about to see kind of what happens to him before you know he turns this way. And this is kind of like the, the way they do it about you know like the I never game and I've never killed a man before. He obviously <laughs> resyndicates on that and goes back and we see him kill this guy and you think, oh, he's finally caught him, but, oh, shit, it's not the right guy. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely an intriguing one. And obviously, like, we get a huge sort of, uh, it's not a plot twist, but, like, just Sawyer and Jack's dad, like... Oh. Yeah. Gives me chill. Anyway. And the payoff for that, I mean, we're jumping ahead, but the payoff for that in the finale is just one of the greatest moments ever. And there's, I mean, there's, there's, just subtle, there's a subtle little moment in this one which I just love the payoff for it as well, which we'll get to that as well. There's a few things in this which work really, really well. There's one bit in this episode, though, that I'm going to call bullshit on when we get to the flashbacks. Anyway, so we're going to go to the flashbacks first. And, I mean, this, I think, kind of, what was it, our few episodes ago where we, uh, the, the Michael one, where we basically spent an hour talking about uh, the flashback in, like, 20 minutes of the island, and it was the opposite for Homecoming. So uh, I think, kind of, this might be a case that we're going to talk a lot about the flashback. And But, again, we'll talk about all the flashback stuff, first of all. Um, and it's kind of, it starts off straight away, obviously, in the, uh, the episode. And it's, it's interesting, I think, you find with the previously on Lost that we start off with Jack's dad even though we're kind of on a, you know, a Sawyer episode, um, which, again, we're going to get to. But um, flashback, we get this young boy. We've got a, a lady coming in, you know, don't come out no matter what happens. He's here, he's here. And it's very it's very confronting, This the way this starts off, because you've got this scared little boy, scared little... Obviously, we find out it's Sawyer or James Ford. Uh, and whoever this kid is, he's a great actor. I mean, I don't think he actually says a word. But, like, I mean, we were talking about, like, little shit kid actors. But this kid, like, he's brilliant. He doesn't need to say a word. Like, you f- feel the fear in this kid. He's amazing. Um, you were here uh, watching this the first time going, oh, great, we've got a Boone, Boone as a child. <laughs> it's Boone. It's not even as a child. This is Boone a year ago. He, he doesn't age. <laughs> Bo- Boone's only just going through puberty. <laughs> the truth is, in this scene, actually, Boone also came in to try and protect uh, Sawyer's mother, <laughs> but he just quickly got shooed away. So, uh, but, um, so yeah, this kid uh, hides under the bed, like his mum says. We hear bang, 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 open. We hear this guy yelling at this woman, you know, what are you doing? I'm calling the police. And we hear bang. And then we hear like a body fall. And then this just kind of the way it's edited. And they zoom up on this kid's face and you're like, holy shit. Door opens. You just see the, the feet. Oh, the feet. Just standing there. Just kind of, you know, you're like, holy crap. This is like, it's actually quite terrifying. Because you're like, holy fuck. Um, and then he see him sitting on the bed. You hear a gun get cocked and bang. Dead. Um, it's confronting. It's brutal. I mean... Yeah, it's such a great opening scene. It's so much better than the other kid scene we've got so far. Get up, Jack! Should have stayed down, Jack! Um, but, I mean, you know, we did nitpick walkabout with the wheelchair scene. So if we can nitpick that, we could nitpick any any scene of Lost after we've nitpicked the probably greatest scene. Um but, you know, like, why does he walk into his son's room to shoot himself? That seems a bit weird. But, you know, totally nitpicking. Um, yeah, I, it's a great scene. I would, but, my argument there would be he's probably gone in there probably to kill his son 
and then take his own life. He's gone in there, gone, oh crap, where is he? Oh, you know, and he's just in such despair. Cause, I mean, really? well, I mean, it's just you gotta, you gotta. This guy is just not. He's mentally unstable. He's literally committing a murder suicide. So I kind of think his logic goes out the window. I mean, the guy could kill himself in the refrigerator, and it's still just you know he's he's mental as. Can I just I, think- I just want to point out one quickly thing before I forget. We see a very brief glimpse of Locke's mum. She's a very attractive woman. Why the hell does she... Locks, Mum. Uh, well, I mean, she is too, probably. Uh, no, we do see her, actually, don't we? I do remember her. Yeah. She's attractive, actually. Um, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Sawyer's mum is very... I mean, she is 16, but, you know, that's only in style for you, Ben. I'm not commenting on that. I'll get myself into trouble enough, as it is. <laughs> uh, Sawyer's mum is a very attractive lady. Why the hell does she end up hooking up with... we When we eventually meet him? <laughs> well, I mean... You know that kind of actually is. Um, I mean, I mean, we don't know what he looked like back in the day, um, well, but I mean, I, I, he is a com- confidence man. But um, maybe I need to be that's a just man. one of. The, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the great things about. I mean, maybe we can get a. I'm forgetting the actor's name, but we can maybe find a picture of him. I'm sure he was acting in the seventies. He's pretty old. Um, <laughs> But this is just one of the things I love about Lost as a show, that where everything ties together. The payoff for this, as we already talked about, Incompetence Man, is just so good, so well done. Yeah. And it's kind of fun to think back about now who is causing this and how it all ties together. Um, and then also, um, I've been kind of re- re-watching random episodes in between our episodes just because I'm in a Lost mood at the moment. Um, and I watched the season five finale, and there's just a great moment where they've time traveled back to 1977 and Sawyer's talking to Jack and he said a year ago my dad shot my mum and then shot himself and I could have gone back there and stopped it and it's just such a great moment how everything ties together if you think about this right now Sawyer right now as we're watching this is on the island (laughs) in a Dharma uniform working as the chief of security it's kind of just I love all this tying and then Locke's dad is up to something around this time as well so it's just yeah, I love that. It's clever. It's very, very clever, which, again, kind of as we hopefully will get to the end of this and people who kind of say this convoluted and, like I said, that Watch Mojo video when it's like plot holes, the whole series. Like, again, no show's <laughs> perfect, but I think Lost doesn't get the credit for the little moments that it kind of keeps in continuity's sake. Um, so just... Great scene. Yeah, just, just keep an eye... Again, there's a lot of stuff in this episode, I think, which pays off in the long run for a lot of things, like, as you were just pointing out. Um, but so our next, uh, flashback, we have, uh, good old, old Sawyer, normal Sawyer, um, getting it on with a woman, um, they're making out, and then all of a sudden there's a guy... So I don't want... Well, I don't want to interrupt you so soon. You're going to talk about Mary Jo? And it, um... Yeah, so I guess you I know just, about I just Mary read Charles. this, I'm just reading this now, but I, I want you to say it, because this actually blew my mind, the connection that she has to this show. <laughs> well, she has, yeah, she has two connections to this show, really. She has the character Mary Jo and the actress. Uh, so the character, this girl that is hooking up with Sawyer, is actually a lottery reader, <laughs> and this lottery reader will announce that uh, one of our main characters has won $156 million on the TV. So mm-hmm. Sawyer's hooking up with lottery uh, women. I don't know what the long con there is. but um, <laughs> Well, she's connected to the lottery. So we're gonna, so... <laughs> yeah, so we're going to see her and Mary Jo in a few episodes on the TV in Hurley's uh, lounge room. Uh, but also the actress uh, who plays Mary Jo is uh, Brittany, per- Brittany Perrineau. Mm. Uh, 
sister. Wife of one oh, wife. Harold, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is like a whole Bernard Rose thing going on here. But yeah, so Michael's uh, wife is in Lost and she's hooking up with Sawyer. So two kind of cool connections there with Mary Jo, I think, even though it's just, again, Lost, it's just a tiny little scene. Like, she barely has any lines, but you know. And according to what I can see here, they're still together. Um, <laughs> you say that like you're shocked. Well, it's it's Hollywood. Everyone breaks up. I mean, are Evangeline Lilly and Dominic Monaghan still together? No. So, like, I mean, everyone's breaking up left, right, and centre. It's a shock in Hollywood. So, according to this, they've been married since 2002. So, that's, that's a good innings for, for a Hollywood marriage. So, I wonder how that is. You know, sitting at home, chilling. You know, he's Harold and Brittany. Oh, this is just a scene where I'm making out with Josh. You know, it's kind of... Yeah. And we will later have uh, Michael Emerson, who plays Ben Linus. His uh, wife will go on to play his mother, which is just weird to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure, Tasmanian, whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, the thing that I always forget, that, uh, as you've already said, the T-1000, uh, Agent Doggett, um, take your pick, him. Robert Patrick. Uh, he's in it. Hello, Robert Patrick. Yeah, he's in Lost. Yeah, just... People forget this fact, I feel. Can I just point out with Robert Patrick, he's one of these ones that follow on Twitter. He's actually one of these very active people who also is very engaging with the fans. Like, not a day goes by that I do not see him having, like, a conversation with, like, 30 fans <laughs> on my feed. Him, Mark Hamill, and William Shatner, I swear, are, like, the the nicest people on Twitter. And they're just always talking. So somebody the other day literally, like, tweeted Robert Patrick and was like, oh, do you want to come on my podcast? And he was like, yeah, I'll speak to my agent and get back to you. So I'm like, I should do that. But then I'm thinking, well, <laughs> probably just everybody's going to be doing that to him now. But, um, you know, I mean, I uh, love Robert Patrick. I mean, he's just one of these guys yeah. that you, you love him. Like, everyone loves him from Terminator, of course, probably. Um, and then, like, you know, X-Files fans probably hate him. But, you know, he, he holds a place in the X-Files. But have we know. really had a... Uh like, kind of a big guest star up until this point in Lost. I mean, we don't really at all much throughout the whole series. I mean, we get Lando Calrissian later on in the show, but we get Cheech Marin. Um, but have we, up until this point, 16 episodes in, have we really had, like, a big guest star? They're all kind of just random, yeah. like, Kimberly Joseph. Like, um, it's so weird, though, because he's only in one scene. I have to imagine that they've thought he might become a recurring character or something, because it's like, get Robert Patrick. Because he doesn't come back, scene. does he? This is it. This is his... No. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I don't think we have. I mean, um, Tom Cruise's cousin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, hang on. Him. Kimberly, Kimberly Davey. Joe's, what's her name? Kim... Joseph. Kim, uh, Kimberly Joseph. Kimberly Joseph. TV's Kimberly Joseph. Come on. <laughs> Hibbs is a great character, though, in his one scene. I like him. I love the payoff, though, with, like, Hibbs, just because we're going to find out that, you know, what he's actually sending him to Australia for. So, obviously, Hibbs is there waiting. He's not a bit of a perv. He's not going to, like, watch Sawyer have sex. I mean, sure. Um, he kicks out Mary Joe, and then Sawyer pins him up against, well, I told you, Lift, I'll see you next time. I'm going to kill you. That's a really bad accent, but I just went there. Um, and then basically, uh, Hibbs is there to say, I'm going to, got something here to make us even for the Tampa job. Do we see the Tampa job at some point? No, well, that, that's the thing. I'll talk about season two, episode two, when we get to it, because they actually had a Sawyer flashback that was completely scrapped. Last minute, they actually filmed some, and it became a Michael flashback last minute. 
Uh, and the, the rumour is that that flashback was going to be the tamper job. So maybe we were going to get a return from Hibs, but it just never happened. Yeah, I'm just looking here. There's a there's a page for it, and there's a bit of trivia here for it. Uh, when Matthew Fox auditioned for the part of Sawyer, he read a monologue which <laughs> described a scam in Miami, Florida. It's unknown whether the monologue script had anything to do with what might have been as the tamper job. Obviously, Tampa and Miami are both in Florida. I want to see the tamper job flashback. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Bring Hibs back. Bring Hibs back. Show us the tamper job. Hibs, Hibs spin-off uh, coming soon. Yeah, we did a Hibs Sawyer <laughs> to Netflix. spin-off prequel series <laughs> <laughs> called the tamper job. <laughs> but uh, so he's basically saying this we get us even for the tamper job and he's got a folder and it's basically saying here I've got the information about the guy that you claim killed your mother. Well, yeah. Basically, they're saying that this is a guy. The, this is Sawyer. This is who you've modelled your life upon. Frank Duckett, who used to be called Sawyer, and he's in Sydney. Of course he is, because everyone's in Sydney. That is just completely a name out of a limerick, isn't it? Frank Duckett. Uh, look, I once knew a man named Frank Duckett. Who um, wanted to... I had a gun and told him to fuck it. <laughs> well, that, the silence was implied, Ben. I'm dumb, Noah. I don't read, so I don't know what a limerick is. So I just have to go there. Um, <laughs> I, I love, I love that you you said it like you were answering like a quiz quiz show. Survey <laughs> says, like, is that the right answer? <laughs> <laughs> What's the old Nantucket thing? Is it because I never used to get that when they were like there was a man from Nantucket. I had to Google that once, like going, "Why does everybody think that's funny? Like, what's the funny thing about Nantucket?" <laughs> oh god, it's like it's like that. Um, the, here's a random connection: uh, the Vicar of Dibley Christmas episode when the. <laughs> Hang on, there's a payoff when the little kids are like singing a song and they're all like, when shepherds watch their flock at night, an angel came to on the bank, he taught them all how to, and then they like quickly cut him off, like, Merry Christmas! <laughs> and I had to look it up. And it's, I want to see. It's wank. I want to see. The, I want to. <laughs> I want to see the Tampa Job flashback with Dawn French. <laughs> I love Dawn French. I not Dawn French. Um, she should be a boss. <laughs> Dawn French is amazing. Kate's mum. I went out with a, I went out with a girl who was weirdly... You went out with Dawn French. <laughs> Hang on, there's a connection there. They're, like, I went out with a girl who was weirdly sexually attracted to Dawn French. <laughs> and I, I didn't know what to think of that. Yeah, that's a fantasy I've ever heard. <laughs> like, you know, we all have our weird celebrity crushes. <laughs> Dawn French? Really? Like, she's funny, um, but... I mean, mine's Robert Patrick. Well... <laughs> <laughs> mine's... Hibs. Mine's Locke's mum. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say Frank Duckett. Well, n- no. Uh- <laughs> no, you would never. <laughs> anyway, so we arrive in Sydney. Now, this is okay. This is this is. I'm calling bullshit here. All right, let's just stop. <laughs> we know this is filmed in Hawaii. We know they're going to take some liberties when it comes to setting this show. I already complained about like an episode or two ago with Michael in that ho- in the house in Sydney. How it was clearly Hawaii in the background. I said just just superimpose the Opera House or the Harbour Bridge like they did with Jack's dad's room in Sydney, and you're fine. They've gone and done that with this scene. Now, <laughs> I've been to Sydney. You've been to Sydney, I'm sure. Uh, we've all been to Sydney. We're Australian. That is the worst layout possibility of the city of Sydney. They've got the Opera House in front of the city. 
in no way do they match up to how they really are. And if that was really where they actually would be, he would be where the Sydney Harbour Bridge is, which you can't even see. He would be in the rocks, like, around the corner from Circular Quay. Again, I say an episode ago, just put it, you know, go and put an opera house or a harbour bridge. But, like, look at a map of how Sydney Harbour is. Like, this is just me nitpicking, I know. Uh, <laughs> but I give them points because they still used our uh, glorious, colourful money. So well, I give them some points. Look, I do, but there's, I mean, there's a scene coming up when he's going to the shrimp shack. Like, we do not call them shrimp in Australia, all right? Yeah, that you can almost excuse because it is run by Yanks, so I guess it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, but still, no. Nah. You can understand it. <laughs> but, yeah, we do not call them shrimp, and we don't even really barbecue them. And then apparently, like, let's be honest, this isn't a very good episode for Australia, because apparently we're called Down Under because we're so close to hell, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll get to Christian, but really, they're not kind to Australia. It's not a good episode. People getting guns, <laughs> close to hell. Uh, you'll get nicked. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, yeah, they're not kind to Australia this week. Just, just got to point out that inconsistency with the city of Sydney. But he's in, a, he's in a bait shop or whatever you want to call it. He meets a guy who is called Lawrence, apparently. Um, and I had to look this guy up, and I'm looking at it right now because he actually sounds Australian. Sounds Australian. He yeah, is. He does sound. He is from Australia. So thought so because I'm like surely that's the best one we've heard so far. If he's not Stuart Finlay McLennan is his name, uh, and he plays Lawrence. Epic character. Uh, so he's in... I like Boris. I like yeah. the guest characters in this episode. It really feels like an underbelly TV show. Well, I, I like I like his little, like, as bad as they reference Australia in this episode, I do kind of like their little, like, this isn't like America. You can't walk around and carry a gun in Australia. <laughs> uh, which is yeah. true. Um, so I love his eye. Like, you get nicked. Don't lead them back to me. <laughs> Um, and he kind of has this whole little line about, like, you know, oh, you don't know if you're a real man until you're about to look someone in the eye and kill him. Um, so, you know. It's really dark, this episode. There's just this whole kind of underlying tension through the whole thing. Yeah. I love, I love here who's profile on Lostpedia. Hello to our friends at Lostpedia. Um, origin, Sydney, Australia, profession, metalwork. <laughs> <laughs> Hard, honest work from uh, and you click on Lawrence Theories. The theory around Lawrence <laughs> is, since his shop is located in a harbour, it is presumably a marine boat repair shop. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Connecting to the X-Files here with the big Lawrence theory. <laughs> it's making me think of that face of that woman from a week ago. <laughs> like the yeah, there's so many X-Files connections with... Joanna and Lawrence. <laughs> Joanna's face. I do like Lawrence. He's like that. Yeah, there's no refund. Like, <laughs> like if Sawyer finds out he's not a killer, you can't return the revolver. Yes, hello, sir. I tried to shoot someone with a gun, and I just couldn't go through with it. Can I please have my money back? Like, I mean, no. I want, I want the flashback of Sawyer going back to Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Trade back. I, w- I want the uh, I want the Inception flashback with uh, Lawrence of like. No one ever thanks me for their gun. They just give me the money and leave. Like, <laughs> I just want someone like to be nice to me. his wife. What's his soil leave? A tear rolling down his eye. Goes back to his wife. <laughs> I work so hard for him. And no one ever thanks me. I just don't know what to do. He gets his revolver out shooting. <laughs> We're so 
so dark, but it's funny. <laughs> it is a dark episode, though. We're close to hell. Turns into like the musical episode of Lost. I sold a gun and he didn't appreciate me. It's just the whole thing. We need to spin off Lawrence and Hibbs and Frank spin off. <laughs> Where's Thomas? Thomas is Lawrence's son. It's like, Dad, <laughs> yes. my, my girlfriend's pregnant, I left her. Oh, our life is just going to hell right now, isn't it, in the Lawrence and Thomas family? <laughs> oh, I feel your son. A man took a revolver off me and he didn't say thank you. <laughs> Why don't you shoot, Claire? T- TV's Kimberly Johnson comes home. Oh, hi, honey. What's going on? Oh, just landed. Oh, flying to LA tomorrow. <laughs> Tell me about your day, Lawrence. Oh, this guy bought a gun really for me. Carried a spin off. <laughs> and, and, and the and the uh, the the guy at the travel agent yeah. is Lawrence Cup <laughs> from the lock one. <laughs> Who just gets up and leaves lock in a lockdown. We need to do lost the connected. Australian perspective. Coming soon to we Netflix. Need to the, we really need to add to the theories on Lostpedia. <laughs> Theory, Lawrence is Thomas's father. <laughs> Since his shop is located in a harbour, it's presumably a marine boat <laughs> Wow, Illuminati. I hope there's a rating system here at Lostpedia where they've like ranked all their pages in order and that's the most visited page on the website. Illuminati. Theories of Lawrence. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, so uh, he's got a gun. Uh, that's nice. Good for Sawyer. Uh, we then, uh, well, we we kind of get it's a flashback dream uh, where he's under the bed. Oh, he, let's talk about that later. He's, he's a very realistic down. looking pig from the same realistic family as a bowl of there. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Um, anyway, so we get this really long flashback. Like this, this has got to be the longest continuous flashback we've had so far at this point. Um, so it's pissing down with rain because that's all that happens in Sydney. Um, he shows up to the sweet shrimp shop. I mean, it's September, winter's over. Yeah, well, look, you know, it rains a lot. Uh, actually, Sydney does have some fantastic thunderstorms. I will give it that. Um, so he's at this sweet shrimp shop. Um, where, like, where, who on the outskirts of Sydney <laughs> drives to get shrimp? <laughs> Because <laughs> every time I watch this episode, I always used to think it was on the harbour. And then this time I caught that it was just in this random outskirts, like the abandoned it's highway. Like, it's like the Blue Mountains. He's driven like two hours to Penrith. Like... <laughs> They're on the way to like freaking Melbourne at this point. But like... Could could, you, could he not get a permit for the harbour, which is like a perfect location for a shrimp stand? Like the first lost podcast. <laughs> this was just to like just depressing. Knit, it's just like the first lost. There's like so many lost podcasts that are like all oh, the theories. It's so like in depth, and here we are ripping shit into the location of Australia. It's like this is not Sydney. <laughs> it just looks so depressing. Like like, or, like this is close to hell. Wherever this shrimp stand was. <laughs> No one was around except this one guy ordering shrimp. <laughs> Who is that guy? He's like the guy before Sawyer ordering shrimp. It's Thomas's <laughs> friend at school. You're well, no. He must be a bloody good shrimp if people drive out to the middle of Whoop Whoop to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Best shrimp ever. Best shrimp in Sydney, mate. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> 
Anyway, random guy walks off with his either hot or mild shrimp. And what's that? Like, he's only got two options. Like, he drove it all the time. Like, <laughs> all the way out here for two options. I only got, oh, only got two options. It's not even a stretch. We only got two options, sir. Like, <laughs> and I swear Frank Duckett was high. Yeah. Well, of course he is. He's serving shrimp in the middle of Whoop Whoop in Sydney. Like... <laughs> um anyway um so we uh yeah he shows up he's all sinister looking sawyer it's like oh what can i get you mild or what is it hot i'll have hot oh fellow yank like he said like two words and he picked up that he was american <laughs> like i mean it wasn't that thick of an accent uh he's from tennessee he's ordering it and before he's got his gun in his hand ready to shoot him he's making small talk and uh before you know uh, he buggers off just as he's got his hot shrimp. I'm but, like, what about your shrimp? I hate. Yeah, I really hate that in TV shows and movies when people order their food and leave because it makes me angry. I'm like, well, that's food. Like, yum. Like, I want it. That other guy, that other guy is coming back. He's like, oh, I'll take it. And what, I love this shrimp. I drive through two hours to get this what shrimp. What does he say? Half price to Americans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going out there. Hello, I'd like uh, one, one mild and one heart, please. I'm from Tennessee. I'm from Tennessee. The <laughs> Southern women are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Darkett. I love some shrimp. <laughs> Name's Frank, by the oh. way. James. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny, Lanny's name is James. But, yeah, I'd be always driving out. Yeah, yeah, I'm an American. <laughs> Half price. Um, so then we, we yeah, this scene keeps going because now we're in a bar in Sydney. Um, you know it's a bar. In, lit bar. Well, you know it's a bar in Australia because there's rugby on TV. Uh, <laughs> Which, can I just say, that is the oldest fucking game of rugby ever. And it's like a country game of, like, you know, they've just randomly Googled game of rugby and put it on TV. Like, at least at least with Thomas, they went out of their it's way to get a like Brisbane a Broncos poster and make it a bit realistic. This is close to hell, though. It's like the most dim-lidded like, bar for the middle of the afternoon in Sydney. Well, we're in this bar. It is middle of the afternoon. And, like, I love how, like, if you look out the window, you can kind of see cars driving past, like... I'm sure you've been to bars in Sydney before. The bars I've been to in Sydney look nothing like this. So yeah, they're bougie yeah. and like, like fancy. And like, let's be honest. Leave the bottle. Sawyer needs to take out a home loan for that. Like, it's fucking Sydney. Like, yeah. I think I think I read somewhere a few weeks ago that Australia has the highest alcohol prices in the world. Yeah. So. We drink enough of it, so it's not going to matter. That's where we spend all our money of it. But um, yeah, we meet. Who do we meet at the bar? Oh, it's it's Christian. It's Christian <laughs> Shepherd. Da, da, da. Oh my! So good. Hashtag holy shit. So, yeah, so good. like the connection here. You're not expecting. I love. It. Yeah, and just I love that they can tell the story without it always being a Jack flashback. The way they tell, we'll see it with Anna Lucia too. It just it connects so well. Yeah, Christian's great. I, I love Christian. You know, Steam John Terry, aka Felix Leiter. Um, just yeah, so good. Um, and just, just this conversation that they have and kind of, you know, like, I just, <laughs> the thing I had to point out with the bottle though, is I love the barman, really fake Australian, like when he's like, another, and he's like, you sure about that, mate? you like, you know, he questions him. <laughs> Two seconds later, he's just willing to leave him the bottle. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, we've got to point out here, there's a few people here responsible for Christian Shepard's death. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> firstly, Christian Shepard, he deserves some of the blame. The other two people responsible for Christian Shepard's death is this irresponsible barman in Sydney in the middle of the afternoon who lets this guy drink himself to death. 
and James Sawyer Ford, who's buying all the alcohol for him because he left his wallet, as we later see that Jack finds his wallet in the first yeah, Jack. Yeah, I love that little connection. So, I mean, this barman and Sawyer are kind of responsible for the death of Jack's dad. And can we just, like, point out, like, Australia has pretty strict laws when it comes to serving people who are intoxicated. And, like, in no way do I think that this is even possible for you to go into a bar and just go, leave the bottle. Like, and also, like, like this is in the middle of the day, so, like, it's kind of like, no. And, like, they've got, like, strict lockout laws now in Sydney, which, obviously, it's not that late at night. But, yeah, just nitpicking <laughs> the small details here. <laughs> but, um, Guys, we're Australian. We're Australian. We're defending our country, because apparently we're close to hell. That's why we're called Down yeah, Under. This is the shit on the Australia episode. It's like, that hurts our feelings, yeah, America. Yeah, I, I immediately wrote that in my notes as soon as Christian said that. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, if anything, we're the closest thing pretty much to Antarctica. I remember, like, one of the ver- when I was, like, young, so young, one of the very first times I ever went to a chat room. Uh, I was probably, like, 13 or something. <laughs> Uh-oh, like I don't want to hear this. And story. I met Uncle John, and he showed me the ways of candy <laughs> and getting into cars. Oh, gummy. Um, but, like, I remember talking to this person online, and they they were all like, oh, where are you from? Australia. Oh, I don't know where that is. Where's that? And I'm like, um, oh, it's close to Antarctica. And I'm like, oh, it must be cold there <laughs> then. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's freezing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just this... Yeah, it, Australia is weird because it never gets, like, as cold as... Things are, but then people think, oh, you're down under. But then also people think it's like the hottest place yeah, ever. Everyone then when I lived that. in Europe, yeah. I lived in Europe for a year and it was way colder than it ever is in Australia. And it was also way hotter than it ever is in Australia. So oh, yeah. it's kind of like, people have these perceptions of Australia. It just, I mean, really, we, we are the mild sort well, we're, of we're Tasmania. We're just the, the nice place to live in terms of the weather. I mean, I was saying this the other day to somebody. It barely gets over 30 here in the summer. We get like maybe three or four days a year where it's over 30 degrees Celsius. You know, we just get high 20s, mid 20s. Uh, I mean, I think I looked at the weather this week, at the time of recording this, I think Wednesday's going to be like 32 degrees. I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm going to die. It's only September. No, it's October. Like, fuck that. Just dating this episode. But, um, yeah, I, I think kind of I've been to places too where it's like, you know, Kansas in the middle of summer in America, it's like fucking pushing 40 degrees Celsius with stinking hot humidity. But no one ever talks about that compared to Australia because I guess... That's just Adelaide or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, hello to our Adelaide listeners. But this this whole conversation is great. Just, you know, obviously, oh, why are you here drinking your troubles away? Uh, and what is he saying? Like, oh, I'm, um, you know, questioning something that I've got to do or something like that. And then obviously we get this great sort of conversation with Jack's dad sort of saying like, oh, my son, you know, he thinks that I failed. Or I don't love oh. him, and but I do. And I could pick the phone up right oh. now and tell him all this sort of stuff. It's like, why don't you? Because I'm weak. And it's just like, oh. You know, that's... Um, I'm not tearing up here, but I'll be tearing up when we get to the resolution to this in the finale of season one. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, it's deep. And I, just the one thing that I want to say, just the way they kind of pay this off, just the line there when he says about that's why the Sox will never win the World Series. Now, yeah. like, I'm sure you get it from this series what happens in real life. But, like, I mean, you've got to go back to 2004 when the Boston Red Sox actually won the World Series and just what a thing that was because it was... I, I don't know if it had been as long as a Cubs 
over 100 years. It had been at least 80, 90 years. So, like, it was just one of these things that people never thought was going to happen again. So, like, the the fact that but this it, plays a part into where, like, Matthew Fox or Jack, like, in that episode, because they're showing him stuff in the real world, aren't they? Where somebody says to him, like, oh, the Boston Red Sox on the World Series. And he's like, oh, oh no, you yeah, get stuffed. And, like, it, it really Yeah, you're happened. right. There's even the payoff with that as well. Yeah, just the way um, they did that, I just thought was so clever. Because, you know, again, in 2004, if you had missed that, you would not have believed that that would be possible. But, you know, it's great, but it's kind of unfortunate, though, because I think when they first... No, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Does Jack ever... No, this is the first time we hear this. Does Christian ever say it before? Or no, this is the first time. This is the first time you see it. Oh, yeah. So they knew that they had one at this point when they wrote this. Yeah. But, you know, I guess it's just a reminder to kind of those dumb American viewers that, you know... The time on this show is not moving with time in real yeah. life. Like, we're not in 2005. So I guess it's kind of that reminder of, hey, guys, we're still in 2004 for most of this show. 86- we never actually get past 2007 on this show. 86 years uh, it was between 1918 and 2004 when they won wow. And then they actually then went on to win. They've won two more World Series since, funnily enough. But, yeah, and, like, because I think that also t- dates it in a way that, obviously... They've been on the island now for, what, about 30 days? So, obviously, they were flying in around September, October, because that's when the World Series generally are. So, it kind of... I mean, it's just... Oh, they just missed the series. Yeah, it's just... It's just... Oh, imagine if Jack and his dad got to see that together and they rekindled their relationship and everything went back to normal. And they just sat there playing catch with each other because <laughs> you could imagine that. The end. The end. Lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I think it's it. it but what about uh, just when he calls him a good man? Maybe a great one. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very sad. Well, not well, it's sad, but it's like you know, but like as you said, like the payoff that we get with it is fantastic. Uh, and like kind of like, even this episode when he like says at the end of it, like, "What did you just say?" Like that's why the Sox would ever win the series. That's what my dad used to always say. You know, but like when we get to that line, it's kind of out of context the way Jack says it. I think, but like you know, at least <laughs> Christian says it in the right way. Um, yeah, Christian says it great, but Jack says it as if it's like his catchphrase that he says on for everything. But I, I do like um, kind of the way Christian obviously talks him into, I guess, going on to shoot. Uh, oh yeah, you know, shoot Frank. Uh, is it Frank? No, Frank. So, so it is Frank. Yeah, yeah, Frank. Yeah. So Sawyer kills Christian, and Christian convinces <laughs> Sawyer to kill an innocent man. Yeah, so yeah. All round bad thing. We are in hell right now. So he drives out back to the uh, good old best shrimp house in all of Sydney, uh, <laughs> on the outskirts of the Blue Mountains. Um, <laughs> turn left of Mount Druitt. If you don't get your car stolen, you're there. <laughs> Um, and he, again, it's still pissing down with rain. It's just a, one of those typical Sydney rainy days. And, um, I just love the way, like, Frank's out there taking the garbage out, and all of a sudden he just walks out to him and just bang, shoots him in the chest. Uh, and then basically he's like, I want you to read a letter. And then, uh, he's like, Dear Mr. Sawyer. And he's like, Who? It's like, Oh, shit, what's going on? Here? <laughs> um, and then obviously Hibbs has lied. To Sawyer, basically, made all that Australian. Ah, classic Hibs. Typical Hibs. We knew this, this was the camper job all over again. This is where we need the uh, the, the the laugh track. Ah, Hibs. But I do love that Sawyer himself gets conned. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Duckett is apparently in debt to Hibs and said he would have given him the money. Um, and then what does he say? It will come back around. 
then he dies, and Sawyer's obviously killed an innocent man, which obviously ties into this game of I Never, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, yeah, such a way to the end of the episode. Like, you're, like it's so dark. It's just like, wow, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what a great twist, though. That oh, we're seeing the we're seeing the flashback where Sawyer confronts the real Sawyer and uh, kills him. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all. Sawyer just killed an innocent man and got conned, um, which really gives context that. You know, Sawyer is a massive dick early on in the show. I mean, he still is now, but early on in those first, like, eight days or something before he gets tortured. And, you know, it really makes sense now. Like, he literally did this. Then he got on a plane, probably going back to kill Hibbs, which Hibbs caught the luckiest break in history because <laughs> he's probably still alive to this day and he would have completely got killed had Oceanic not crashed. Um but, you know, it really puts that into context, you know, when he kills the marshal as well, and all this stuff is happening to Sawyer, like, you know, he probably wanted to die at that point. He was in a plane crash, he killed an innocent man, he screwed up with the marshal. No wonder he's a dick early on in those episodes. Like, he really had, you talk about Walt having a rough month, <laughs> Sawyer's really had a rough month, um, and it really makes it cool to go back and watch after knowing all this. But yeah, it's just a few days before the flight crashes and the pilot. Sawyer just killed an innocent man who he thought was the real Sawyer. Man. Such a great twist. Which, let's be honest, uh, police in Sydney, pretty shit. Uh, I mean, this guy's dead. and like, like Sadly, we're the police, <laughs> not the killed the wrong man. Ju- judging on the detective we saw from a few episodes ago uh, with Boone. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was getting bashed, is she? Malcolm. Yeah, well, you know, she asked for it, didn't she? Sadly, we're the police, not the shrimp police. It just reminds me Um, of, like, Chief Wiggum. Like, oh, got shot, did he? Let me type it up on my invisible typewriter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I've got a a question for you, because this is the first uh, flashback. Is it? Uh, Of the entire series? Wow. (laughs) Missed a few, did we? (laughs) It would would be a great first one, Uh, this is the first one where it isn't their first one. Let me start again. This is Sawyer's second one, but this is the one where we learn he, why he's in Sydney, which for all the other characters other than Saeed, we started with why they were in Sydney. Do you think this works better, having that first kind of com- confidence man kind of flashback, introductory flashback, and then this one? Or do you think this should have been the first Sawyer one? Um... Yeah, I think it works better because, I mean, if we if you flip them around, are we then just not going to be complaining about Sawyer just having kind of a pointless flashback, if you know what I mean? Like, I think it kind of creates a tension because what we get in that first one with him is kind of when he sees that little kid and it's kind of like the connection, like, deals off, you know, and then we see the letter. I think that brings you more questions, yeah. so you're you're more... You're wanting to know more. I think it's similar, like, I was going to kind of compare Sawyer to Kate and the fact that like, with Kate's second one, whether you like it or not, like, you're assuming that this bank robbery is why she's there and what she's done, but even then, it's not what she's done. So it's kind of like they're very similar in the aspect that saw you think, oh, here he is, he's finally gotten this guy. Oh, no, he hasn't, so fuck. Like, you know, what's going to happen here? So I think kind of it... Um, no, I agree. I think, yeah, I think it's it works better the way they do this. Uh, I think that if it was flipped around the other way, if we saw this first and then we saw the, sec- the first one second, it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, agreed. Um, and what I was going to say in terms of, because um, I remember messaging you last year when I was rewatching this, because I, I just got to a point where I'm like, I think I messaged you, I'm like, do we just never find out if Sawyer gets revenge on on Sawyer? 
Uh, and you're like, oh, just keep watching. Because like, I forgot how it <laughs> happened. And it's, yeah, not how you expected what happened, but it's great. So, um, yeah, so that's the flashback. That's that bit. So let's go back to the island. We've got to go back. Uh, Noah, we've got to go back. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we get uh, Sawyer waking up to a pig snorting because there's a pig in his tent. Um, he chases after it. We get Josh Holloway shirtless because we haven't had that in a few episodes. Um, and I like it. Uh, he hears whispers at this point, doesn't he? Uh, but then, do you have that written down in the book? Are they translated? Yeah. Do you want the whispers for this week? I would love week? the whispers um, for this week. They're not in the book for some reason. Nikki Stanford dropped the ball, oh, but Nikki. I did have found them online, though. Um, so just some of the stuff that these whispers are. Um, how could you say that? I knew he was American. <laughs> uh, <laughs> half price. <laughs> it, was, it was a large group. Um, it will come back around, which Frank Duckett says. Which is interesting because the whispers, we do get an answer to, and it's a bad answer, I think. Because um, clearly the, the whispers used to be about the others. It was associated with the others. That was the intention. And clearly that changed over time to be about dead people. And it was a cop-out answer. That being said, a lot of these whispers are revolving around death. So I feel like they had something in mind to do with that. So we hear Frank Duckett. It will come back around. Um, we also hear Frank Duckett say, now listen, here's what we should do. Nothing. It's not the one. It's coming up on the gate. Um, how could you say that? I knew he was American. Hey, listen, come on, let's go. Go and see what he's doing. <laughs> Deutsch, Dutch, or perhaps another language. Neg or Joyce Lake. Um, yeah. So there's someone Dutch on there. <laughs> like it's your choice. He's coming up to the gate. My guess is to shoot the pig. <laughs> or, guess he will shoot the pig. Yes. My h- hand is free. <laughs> How can you even say that? I knew he was an American. Hey, listen, come on, let's go. Go and see what he's doing. He's coming up on the gate. My guess is to shoot the pig. Okay. I I love that this is a thing, because I always just thought they were just... Yeah. And this just adds a whole nother layer. And I only found out about this kind of thing, like, last year or two years ago. But... It just adds, like, a whole depth to this show that so many shows wouldn't do, and it just adds a kind of weird eeriness to it, I feel like. Like, that they went to the effort of scripting out these kind of weird things, and, you know, now we know they're dead people, so you could kind of make some canon theory about it, but it's just weird, these whispers in the jungle, and they're actually having kind of conversations and commentating on the show. It's, yeah, it gives me chills. I agree. I completely agree with you. I hope you've got some of them for me next episode when it comes to Jin and what he's saying when Michael's punching the shit out of him because I, I want to know what he's saying. <laughs> I, I can put translations there because we know that, you know, Koreans hate black people, but I don't want to... <laughs> oh, would, would you like more whisper translations? Um, um, right now? Or? <laughs> because, well, because the whispers come back later on, right, yeah. in the episode. Uh, so just to quickly go through it. There, there goes another poking his head in here. There goes somebody. Yeah, let's see what he's doing. Let's let me decide. Come back. Wait. I see another one. Oh my god, there's a guy out there. Dennis, find out what's going on. Dennis. <laughs> Who's Dennis? Apparently there's a dead guy called Dennis around, Dennis? around the island. <laughs> Dennis That was Doug's brother who died. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis, find out what's going on. Got Steve, Dennis and Doug. Uh. <laughs> Alright. 
I did have chills down my spine, but as soon as Dennis is in the whispers, it loses Dennis, a little bit Dennis ruined everything. <laughs> did he see us? Maybe. Open it. Did you see what direction he went? Right through the trees. Go and get him. There is, and I bet you haven't thought of it. What is it? He's been in a plane crash. Oh, that's weird. Are you sure? I know what it's like for a plane to crash. That was Dennis. That's Dennis. In the yeah, plane. typical Dennis. Uh, <laughs> complain, complain, complain. That's actually one of the whispers. I want to get closer. I know what you said, but he's looking around. What if he shoots us or something? Um, there may be something, but it may be slack. Let's go. Has he seen us? Alarms go off. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Intruder, intruder. Hide against the bushes. Open the door. I know what it's like for a plane to crash. Complain, complain, complain. I know what you said, but it'll come back around. Why isn't that your opening line? My name is Noah, and complain, complain, complain. Alarm goes off. Dennis, shut up. Dennis, what's going on? Isn't that crazy that when we hear on the show, this is all this played all at once in one go, kind of first, and all. Oh my god, I love this show. No no wonder why Joanna's photos all burnt up because. (laughs) Dennis, find out what's going on. Yeah, I agree with you. I I definitely agree with you. I'm so glad I discovered this. Um, so the boss taken uh, saw his tarp, and we get Dick Saeed the next morning. <laughs> like, oh, what happened to your stuff? <laughs> Maybe he wanted to go camping. Like, it just means like uh, I love Saeed, but like on this rewatch, Saeed's a bit of a dick. <laughs> like, uh, Dick is the week award goes to Saeed this week. Just, right? Even when he's trying to console Charlie, Dick is the week he, to Saeed. Like even more so than freaking Hibbs, and Hibbs sitting like. <laughs> Sorry to go. Oh, yeah. Hibbs is maybe dick of the week. I don't know. But, like, such... Jack's a bit of dick of the week. This, well, what we see of him, he's in for like two episodes, two seasons of short, like, no Boone, like, limited Jack. Like, we don't need Boone this episode because he's got nothing to do to try and be Jack. But, um, like, Saeed's kind of. It's been a while since we've had decent Saeed. Saeed's, like, about to get it on with Shannon. Oh, Shannon. Uh, oh, God, that episode. But anyway, so he's all like, oh, maybe he wanted to go camping. I love stories like, laugh it up, Muhammad. Uh, <laughs> but this, I love, what took your top? Yeah. <laughs> but then Sawyer obviously is like, you know, oh, what did you hear? Oh, I, something about whispers and, like, did you hear them too? Talk about Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. It's like, don't tell them, Saeed. I, this, is, this is where we need Saeed. You know about Dennis too. <laughs> Did Dennis touch you inappropriately? <laughs> you heard Dennis as well. Find out what's going on. Do you on. think Dennis is sexy? <laughs> complain, complain, when, complain. When Rousseau had me tied up, I only thought of Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm just... When I'm with Shannon, I think of Dennis. Get out the boon. About your sister. Do you think she would mind if when I make love to her, I think of Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> Gets a picture of Nadia right all over it. Dennis, 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 Dennis. Dennis, Dennis. Dennis he's such a menace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're hilarious. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> the flashback happens. And we get Jack and Kate mildly flirting over guns. Uh, <laughs> damn it. This is mildly flirting. Uh, like, can we just be honest? Can we just really say that at this point, 16 episodes in, the Jack and Kate chemistry has died? Like, it's all Sawyer and Kate at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Kate, like, seriously, we're at the point now where Sawyer and Kate are playing I Never, one of the key hookup games in drinking game history, all right? You've got fucking Shannon and Saeed somehow hooking up. You've got Dennis and Saeed. 
You know, you've got... Yeah, Jack's been friend-zoned. Yeah, Jack has been, like, Charlie and Kate, like, uh, Claire, <laughs> with Kate too, she's got the love hex going, going. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Kate's the bachelorette, so Jack, you better make your move. He's not getting a rose next friend-zoned. week. Like, <laughs> he's going home. No, he no, he will be getting rose. That will be the only woman left yeah, on Well, the Jack island. and Rose, we've already got over that. Like, it's yeah. match made in heaven. Bernard's not there. And hurry up, because Bernard's on his way, Jack. So, yeah, Jack. Who's left for you, Jack? Not the ladies' man we thought he was. You've lost Shannon, you've lost Kate, you're losing Rose. Joanna's dead. Joanna's dead. Dennis is with Saeed. Uh, <laughs> the Puerto Rican yeah, lady on the beach. Was it the Puerto Rican lady <laughs> on the beach? Yeah, maybe her. Yeah? Um... Yeah, Jack's kind of a dick, though, here in those um, What did he say about... Uh, I didn't even write the quote. I just wrote, Jack is a dick. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm not even writing the example. <laughs> not paying attention to this thing. Jack is a dick. <laughs> where, no wonder she's not wanting to get with him. He said something like, oh, I don't want you to owe him or something. Yeah. And like, oh, you don't have to do that, Kate. Uh, uh, uh. You, Jack, to say what she can and can't. Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Kate needs to point the lock. Lock, take it away. John Dolan, what did she get to? Thanks, Lock. <laughs> lock, lock has some rare. Oh, God. I can't wait to get to Lock. Oh, I love it. The most random oh, scenes of Lock this episode. Um, gummy. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, like, basically, the, all the guns have been returned except for one. Sawyer has it. Kate's like, I'll get it back. I don't want you getting it back from him. Why? I don't want you to owe him one. Um, you know, what does he say? Like, I only made out with him because torturing didn't work. It's like, oh, mildly flirting over. I made out with another man. Oh, okay, take me in the bushes. Like, shut up. Like, this is like. This- oh, I can't wait to Desmond and Penny. <laughs> like, I like Kate and I like Jack, but to me, I'm, I'm over. This is why I say at the end of this series, I'm team Jack and Juliet and I'm team Kate and Sawyer. They're my couples. Oh, I'm team bring on next week. <laughs> oh, when we get to a real couple. Yes, not Saeed yeah. and Shannon. Uh, <laughs> Walt and Locke. Um, but we... <laughs> yeah, we get lots of couples. Now. They have a nice romance. It's almost like we've watched two episodes back-to-back and we're recording back-to-back yeah. and we're referencing next week a lot. But can I just point out, there is a nice little romantic scene next episode with Walt and Locke, so anyway. Really? Uh, <laughs> We get bit of a teaser. Claire and Claire and Charlie um, mildly flirting in the cave. Uh, <laughs> a shell shock, mild flirt. How are you feeling? Very pregnant. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Emily to Raven. Um, <laughs> you, you see who we're like? We're losing track of our fandom of in this rewatch. Saeed and uh, Claire are going down for me. Um, well. Emily DeRavin was always down. <laughs> yeah, I've always just meh Emily DeRavin. Um, but so she's talking. But you know, I like that they followed up with the Charlie yeah. plotline because we we complained at the end of last week. He just killed <laughs> someone. Like, he just killed a guy, <laughs> and you know that's that's normal practice to say. He even confesses. I just killed but, three people over uh, <laughs> breakfast, and Dennis came along and comforted me. Yeah, you know that's common practice for Saeed and uh, Sawyer and stuff. But you know, it's it's Charlie. Um, so I like that they follow it up, but I don't feel they did the best job. This should have been like a season, the rest of the season yeah, should have been I agree. Charlie. And I forgot to mention it last week, but Charlie killing uh, Ethan. Ethan is pretty much the last plot line that Charlie's going to have to do until the second half of season three. I, 
you're, we're going to get to it. And, you know, this has nothing to do with whether you like him or not, but we're going to get to season two, Charlie, and they just do not know what to do with this character at all, yeah. other than his relationship with Claire. So from this point onwards, you know, he does stuff. He goes for treks occasionally with the groups, but they really don't know what to do with Charlie until they come up with the Charlie has to die plot line. So um, I like that they followed it through. I just don't think it's done in the best way. And look, I, I, I can't remember a whole lot of it, but I definitely take your word for it because I know that's a similar thing we talked about in Third Watch. It got to a certain point in season one with Bobby, and you have no idea who I'm talking about, but like they got to a point with Bobby where it's like, uh, we reference like, from this point on, Bobby's just a background character until he dies in about 18 episodes. So it's just like, <laughs> they don't know what to do with him. Uh, so just, just. Well, he's a I mean, character. they've got to the point where they're not even putting Boone in. It yeah, now. well, <laughs> poor Boone. He's not even in this episode except for his footprints, which we're about to get to. They had to pay Robert Patrick too much, so they couldn't <laughs> pay. True, Summerhold was, was done and dusted. So basically, from here, uh, yeah, Claire uh, wants to go for a walk. Uh, you know, let's fast rewind what fifteen episodes ago when Shannon wanted to go for a walk. Which I, yeah, I'll go for a walk. I'll go in the jungle this time around. No, I've got something to do. <laughs> what is he? What is he making? What is that thing he's doing in the cave? Like, do you know what that is? Yeah, like, is he trying to kill him? Yeah, I don't know. What, <laughs> like, I thought maybe it was a shovel, but then when we see the shovel, they've got shovels. Which again, I'd like to question: How do they have shovels? Like, well, we have an illegal fireworks smuggler on illegal getting shovel. A15, so I'm sure we have yeah. an illegal shovel smuggler. But no, he, do- um, he doesn't want to go for a walk. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure the script just called for Charlie fiddling with something. It looks like the antenna well, thing know. like Saeed had from, you know, a while ago. So, Oh, be careful then, Charlie. Exactly. You're about to get knocked out by Locke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. So anyway, so always back in the jungle, tracking the boar. Uh, he's whispers again and then gets taken out by the boar. Son of a bitch! Like... <laughs> I, don't, I there's something about Sawyer hunting a ball that's funny. Like, I mean, it's if this was anybody else, like if this was Jack searching for, you know, like a ball, you know, or Kate. Uh, Kate would be okay, I guess. But like, I mean, she'd be climbing trees, picking fruit. But like, I mean, like, just something funny about Sawyer. Josh doing Holloway is—he'll make me literally lull at multiple points yeah. throughout this episode. He was great, so, he, and he did the serious stuff in the flashback, but he did some really funny stuff too just so, on the island. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think again, oh, you think we've watched both of these episodes back to back? But like, I want to give special shout out this episode for Josh Holloway, and then the next episode for Daniel Day Kim, and I've forgotten Yunjin. Thank you. Uh, like. They're just how these three do not get nominated for Emmys and Golden Globes outside of the yeah. I mean, the main I mean ones. it's totally understandable because Terry O'Quinn, uh, Michael Emerson, they're like masters. Like how Michael Emerson is starring in the new season of Arrow and is not in every major blockbuster <laughs> summer movie is absolutely beyond Arrow. me because he is one of the greatest actors. Yeah, I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> what a shit show. But I'm like. <laughs> Really, Michael? Really? I, I know I know your person of interest is over, but you're really going to be a new character on Arrow. You should be in all the latest... You should be, like, the next, like... I don't know, who's, like, an old... Jeanette Anthony Hopkins or something. Um, but, you know, it's easy to see why, because him and Terry O'Quinn are just amazing, and they steal the show. But, yeah, you're right. These so many character actors on the show are great, like... Emily DeRavan sucks, but, I mean, you know, like, yeah, Naveen Andrew is not the greatest, so it's not like it's a 100% hit, but Josh Holloway, every episode, delivers. And, you know, Matthew Fox, he's got the puppy dog eyes, and some of his crying stuff is bad, but he's just delivers every week, and 
Evangeline Lily for a first timer and Yunjin and Daniel and I'm going to get to episode 18, 118, uh, Jorge Garcia, mm. just such an underrated actor. It's just, yeah, you're right. Uh, Josh Holloway really delivers this week, and I think these people really get underlooked. And, you know, I can see why, because of the great grades. But, yeah, it's a really underrated cast, I feel like, a lot of the time in terms of actors. Like, how many cut? Cast have this many good actors. Well, I think you also got to realise, like, I mean, yeah, like, kind of all the different things. They no doubt would submit all their names into a pool when it comes to these nom- these categories and kind of how the awards work. And they're going to kind of focus on the main ones, obviously. Which I'm, I know, like, Friends, for example, for a long period of time, all six of the main actors kind of agreed that they would not enter into the acting categories because they wanted to be fair and balanced. And, you know, that we're all equal and that we shouldn't be fighting for these awards. And eventually they caved and, you know, Jennifer Anderson was winning Emmys and, like, Matt LeBlanc and all these sort of people getting awards. But um, for a show that's this big, it's it's probably... I mean, you could literally feel every single one. There's only five nominations each year for, like, Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor, but you could feel them with, like, you know, all of your five easy actors from Lost and, you know, you would yeah. have a very, you know, unbalanced category. But... Yeah, I think that um, that's kind of the downside for it. And I think kind of here on the Oz Network, we're covering a lot of ensemble shows where the characters kind of stand for. I mean, I know I keep bringing up Third Watch, but, I mean, you've got nine people on that show that kind of have gone on to nothing really since. And it baffles me when the, some of them are fantastic actors and should be out there doing more stuff. And uh, They'll stuff. be on Arrow soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, one and, of... Uh... What's that show, Once Upon a Time? I've oh, never actually God. seen an episode for it, but that seems to be, just be the show where lost actors go to die. I think Blue Bloods is the show where third watch actors go to die, so that's kind of <laughs> where that is. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, he's taken over by the boar, um, and then in comes Kate. Of course she is. She's there. She's always going oh. on. Can I just, like... I, now, this... All right, you I was, All I was going to say is I love Kate, but, like... Since when is she Little Miss Boar expert? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this ties in what I can say. This is one of my all-time favorite Sawyer, all, one of my all-time favorite Lost quotes. I remember rewatching this a few years ago, and I just laughing so much. I even got my brother out. Like, you have to rewatch this bit. Like, thank you, Boar expert. <laughs> it's just Josh Holloway's comedic timing there is just masterful. It makes me laugh every time. It's one of my favourite storylines ever. Thank you, Boar expert. <laughs> I don't know what about it. It's just, like because you're right. Like when Kate uh, Boar wouldn't attack you for no reason. Like. Like, Kate really just turned into lock this episode. It's like, when did you get all this, Kate? I know you were kind of a semi-tracker, but now you're talking about boars and stuff. Now, like, I, Thank you, boar expert. What did she say? She went hunting in the wilderness with her dad, like, in Washington State. Now, I don't know about <laughs> wild boars in Washington State near the Canadian border. Like, I, I don't know much about wild animals in that part of the world, but I don't assume that boars are running free near wild Seattle. Ball. Like... <laughs> Let's Google it. Wild boars, Washington (laughs) State. All right, let's see what this brings up. Feral pigs are on the rise in Washington State, December 1st, 2016. (laughs) Um, Okay, there's some, but like... (laughs) (laughs) It's just such... It's worth it for the thank you, boar expert. Like, that's just so many boar expert. Like, that, that's a lost PDO occupation title, boar expert. The best bit is to come when you're going through the jungle and they're tracking it the way that she's like, oh, you've been following Boone. It's like, how do you know it's Boone? Does he, like, <laughs> stop and sign his name near his footprint? <laughs> Boone was here. 
<laughs> she, she knows it's boom because it's always boom. <laughs> Anything is boom. Who did that shit over the boom? I love that boom is still in this episode when he's not even in this episode. It's just gotten to the point where boom is the butt of all jokes. Like the other episode, like, <laughs> oh, but what is it like? Oh, boom's going looking for boom. <laughs> I'll take Cedric Judy. Um, uh, sure. <laughs> like. <laughs> Literally, Boone has just become the butt of all jokes. Anyway, um, well, he'll be gone very, very soon. <laughs> Don't um, so yeah, he gets his gun ready to go get revenge. Uh, meanwhile, we've got Hurley and Charlie just dragging Ethan's body, just pretty calmly. Um, and this is when again they've got shovels. Um, sure, uh, Hurley then goes. To, is this like Hurley Saeed? We don't really have much of Hurley Saeed. Yo, Saeed. Uh, you got There's the, a few throughout the series. You get Gulf War Syndrome. That was the other side. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> uh, shell-shocked. Uh, you know, go help out Charlie because, you know, whatever. And Saeed's are like, oh, after I've finished with Dennis. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, back to Sawyer. Chuck into the jungle, looks at a footprint. It's Boone's. Um, and then we find out that Kate's following, and what is it, carte blanche or carte blanche? Carte blanche. Carte blanche. Stupid French language, whatever. Um, but so basically she says she will help track the boar as long as it means that she can get whatever she wants from his tent whenever they need it. Um, which is okay, cool. Uh, so they make camp, uh, they play I Never. He's got alcohol, oh, which, you know... Great scene. It's, it's fantastic. Like, I love just the way they edit this, just the way they kind of, like, zoom in on the faces. To me, this is like a scene which you don't... You hope that this was done in one take. Just like, you know, it wasn't like a constant cut, all right, you say this, because it's just... It's so natural between the two. And this is where, like, as I was saying before, like, Jack and Kate, friend zone, whatever, great, good for them. But, like, this is, like, actual chemistry. Like, this is... Yeah, they're about to get it on, yeah. though. You want them to get it on. Um... There's some goddamn funny, like, it gets really serious, but there's some really, like, bits that I was laughing at for, uh, throughout this bit when they're talking about, uh, you know, Sawyer wore pink in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to Disneyland? Well, that's just sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. It was the eighties. <laughs> never voted Democrat. I've never voted. Um, never. Yeah, so the has voted. That's interesting. Never been. He's a Trump supporter. Let's be honest. Uh, I've never been in love. <laughs> um, Kate's been married. Um, yes. I've never. And just like the tattoos, we will get a flashback for that. Uh, too. Never, including another big cameo. Never killed a man. Uh, she drinks, and then all of a sudden, he drinks too. Bah, bah, bah. I don't think Sawyer gets the rule. No, exactly. We've all played <laughs> I Never. I Never's fun. Um, but, yeah, like, just great acting between the two. Just so natural. Like, it just... It's one of those scenes where you don't think they're acting. This is just Josh Holloway and Evangeline Lilly off camera. You know, she's cheating on Dominic. Uh, <laughs> I love I Never Blamed a Ball for all my problems. Yeah. like, mic drop. Or I've never carried around a letter to, you know... Oh, that's just... That's not fair. Dick um, move, Kate. Um, and we'll, yeah, Dick Kate. Dick um, Kate. I never cared to pretend about carte blanche just because I wanted to spend some time with the only other person on this island who just doesn't belong. Mm. Great character moment. Yeah. Like, I love how there's... Because uh, this is fun, because we find, like, fun moments between these characters here. Like, she was married and that. Well, that's not really fun. But we find out these little moments, but we also get some really great character development and relationship building here. This is how you do it. Not with mildly flirting with Jack and Kate and stuff. Now, of course, it wouldn't be Lostpedia without an entire article devoted to I Never. 
Um, really? Now, I just want to point out, at the top of the article of I Never, it actually says, it has been suggested that this article be deleted from Lostpedia. <laughs> reason. That. Reason. Not notable. Discuss. <laughs> and they had Lawrence theories. So, so let's go now to the discussion page of I Never. Um, and it's got, oh, there's like a whole page on why people think that this should be deleted. <laughs> but, um, so you, they've got here rules. Um, yep, we know that. We've got the questions here, so there's 13 of them. Observations. Neither Kate nor Sawyer went to college. Sawyer's a short attitude that Kate has kissed a man is suggested by the subtext who darkly refer to their kiss. Neither have ever gone to Disneyland, though it is interesting that Sawyer says it's plain sad that Kate hasn't, yet he doesn't drink himself, suggesting he too has never been. He fucking says I've never been to Disneyland! That is the point of the game, random person on Lostpedia! <laughs> I mean, he does say I never killed a man as well. But, like, um, at that point we don't know that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Kate has had a one-night stand. Well, has she? She slapped a... Oh, come on. I I don't think she, like she would. What about that guy who she convinced to bank rob with her? But a one night stand implies once off. That's it. You don't do it again. She's probably slept with him a lot of times over the space of like. <laughs> but, but that's a one night stand. Have you not had one, Noah? Like, I mean, come on. Like that's Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long was she with this guy for? Well, she's a very like. What's the guy's name in uh, when she's in the outback that she was sleeping with? <laughs> Ray, Ray Mullen. Come on, they oh, that was a long night, one night stand. That was an ongoing. Yeah, thing. exactly. Um, he was a kinky little one, Ray. I don't know. You you really buy that yeah. she's never I done do. something and then run off? I do. Um, it's a nice character moment though that we do find that out. But then Sawyer is like drink for every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so anyway, the we needed some funny ones though. Like they needed some put some like really funny I nevers in there. Like. Like, I don't know. I'm I've trying to think of an example. Never like, worn a tutu. <laughs> or just, I don't know, like, just really elaborate ones. So, like, I've never ridden a camel and fought against a hippo. Or, like, I don't know, just something really elaborate. <laughs> is this something like, you want to tell me here, Noah? Do you want to play I Never right now? <laughs> well, this has, like, got total comedy sketch material all over, like, Sawyer and Kate playing I Never, but it just gets so out of hand and so ridiculous. Um, I never slept with... But, yeah. Kate says, I never slept with Jack, and then Sawyer drinks. <laughs> Sawyer does that little, like, flick drink that Kate does. When- he goes, I've never slept with Locke. She drinks, and then she's like, oh, fuck it, and he drinks too. <laughs> and then Locke shows up later. Hello! <laughs> I've never snuck a peek at Hurley. No one drinks. Um, So so we get this random flashback under the bed. It's a fucking fake ball. (laughs) What is with animals in this show? Why did they have to have that scene? Like, Sawyer's having a dream about his dad ball here, but it's a ball. (laughs) I get the metaphor, but it's just like, so dumb. Um, Wakes up, the pig's gone through all his stuff. Um, I just love the the fact that he's just like gone through everything and then just he's old gummy Joe chewing on a piece of fruit. I just love the great Josh Holloway is like it ate my it ate our food it ate your food my food's fine and then it peed on my shirt it took my shirt out of my bag and peed on it. Um, but yeah, then go gummy Joe. <laughs> he just shows up eating. Thought I'd come and say hi. Morning. I've been tracking you for about the last. I looked into the eye of the eye. I've been tracking you for the last. 30 minutes. The, 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 can I just say, 
No, because he says, I thought I'd say howdy. Because <laughs> like, you can just... We get great little... Oh, his granddad. a great little Sawyer Kate moment. It's like, maybe he's chasing after your cologne. I don't wear cologne. Yeah, you do. Like, I just love the way she says that. And then, Was that an I never lo- um, bit that we missed? Is that what it's implying? Maybe. But I, I just love... Can I just... Like, the randomness of how this next conversation happens. It's like, oh, I don't wear cologne. Yeah, you do. My sister Jean died when I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Josh Holloway is perfect in this scene when he looks at Kate. And he's like, what? Like, he doesn't have to say anything. It's all facial expressions. I was pissing myself. Josh Holloway. Because he's just like, yeah, my sister Judy. just like, what? Yeah, she fell on like, money bars Holloway, and broke amazing. her neck. It's like, okay. She died. <laughs> Oh, but she was my foster sister, and we wore onions. It reminds me of the time we used to say, "Give me a a, a nickel for." <laughs> it's like totally Grandpa Simpson, like because that was the fashion at the time. Like, but he just—it's total. We all know a person like that that you'll just be sitting around doing whatever. Like, yeah, I was once raped by a sheep, and you're like, "What? Like, where did that come from?" Like, it's just you know. Um, but obviously, I like this story from yeah, Boston. I think it's, it's a payoff. So it's a good payoff, though. Like it starts off like what? But it's obviously a story about his sister dies, his mum was sad, a Labrador came along and kept a company, then she died, and then the Labrador left. And what is it like? So what are you saying that the dog would be his sister? I love Locke's like, well, that would be silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Locke. Well, I my my bit I wrote down that I loved. I almost messaged you to keep an eye out on it, but I didn't. But He's making the coffee at halfway through the story. Yeah. We get our cabbage. Oh, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> this made me laugh. He's like, yeah, she died on the monkey bus. Oh, that's good. <laughs> he's walking through the saying like, oh, I'm going to walk through the jungle trying to find playrooms. Oh, what did you find? Oh, that's just a bit of the plane. Some coffee. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, this is just the most random locks. But it's good acting, though. Like, you got to a bit like... It's, no, it's I, I natural. Love, I love it feels, the Yeah. The great character moments throughout this whole episode, but it's just so random and that, oh, that's good, just makes it even better. Uh, so, anyway, next scene, Saeed and Charlie, uh, big, bit of a dick Saeed <laughs> just like, you know, oh, I, I shot a man and blah, 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 and I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then Charlie was like, oh, but I, I bloody deserve to bloody die. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the... Bl-. Not how he sounds, but... There's nothing really here, though, is it? It's just like, oh, you're not alone. Uh, it's like, I appreciate that they... They did a storyline about Charlie having shell shock, but yeah. it wasn't done well. Let's face it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it feels even when on. Say is trying to, yeah, just and they just you know, and we're supposed to believe that. Oh yeah, now Charlie's just fine going forward in the next episodes. Um, and you know, even when Saeed's trying to be like the good guy, I still get Dick Saeed like feeling here when he's talking to Charlie. Do you feel he's a bit condescending? Yeah, that he just walks off. Yeah. You know, alone walks off like. Say we will about our hero Jack. At least he feels genuine when he's like coming across. But like, yeah, somebody just—I don't know. He... I love Saeed, but Shannon is not good. Oh god, the next episode. He brings up the worst thing. Um, but yeah, the the what was I going to say here? Um, yeah, it just it feels tacked on just because like we don't even get it in the previously. Like it's just you know generally even a brief little previously bang 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 he shoots him. Like, that to remind you of what, oh, yeah, we're just going to, re- you know, resolve this slightly. Because, like, if, you know, you're not paying attention, you're like, oh, what the hell is he going on about? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just, I don't, 
I, I'm with you. I see why they're doing it, but I just feel it feels a bit tacked on. Uh, Sawyer and Kate, I do love kind of uh, Sawyer's line. They're going to feel so much comfort when there's a shopping mall here or an auto, uh, com- whatever he says there. <laughs> but, um, and then his bore expert, Kate. It's a wallow. Oh, here's some bore markings on the tree. What? <laughs> oh, this show can be dumb sometimes. What's, um, I don't even think Bear Grylls would be able to say that. What <laughs> I do love Sawyer. What the, what the hell is a wallow? <laughs> um, and I love the fact that you hear like that. Ree, ree, ree. Then, you know, Josh Holloway goes behind a tree where a producer hands him a pig, but he pretends to pick it up. Like, just pay attention to that scene. It's so obvious there's someone in the bushes going, here's your pig, Josh. Keep going. <laughs> like, I do like this scene, though, when he comes out there and he's like, well, Daddy knows he's got the pig. Here, piggy, 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 piggy. Here, piggy. You're sick. Here, piggy, 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 piggy. <laughs> Oh, I feel bad for little people. So it's just funny. I just love his acting. Piggy, 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 piggy. This episode, you know, fun random fact that no one cares about. This and Pilot Part 1 are some of the only episodes I didn't actually get to see live on TV. Um, but because of that reason, I didn't get to see it live. I do remember the commercials for this episode, which is one of the only episodes I can remember how they advertised it. And I remember they advertised this episode as next week on last, it is man versus beast. <laughs> and they never, they never showed the, the boar. So you're thinking, Oh, the monster's coming back. Something's going to happen here. Maybe another other or something. Flashback to him. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Like, <laughs> this episode has some good stuff, but Oh my God. Um, so Sawyer eventually comes face to face with the boar, holds a gun up to it. Oh no, we can't kill him. Kill the boar. Sees Kate as just a boar, and then head back to camp. Cool. Doesn't after all that, he doesn't even shoot the damn thing. Um, I mean, are they not suspicious here? Like, I think we get a line at some point, don't we, about like, oh, I thought the boar weren't coming here anymore. Like, it was all Lock and Boone, you know, going off and having you know kinky sex in the jungle. Like, this is the part where like they're proven that the boar's still around. They've seen old Gummy Joe walking past eating fruit, telling stories about his long departed sister. And like, at no point are they questioning him. Like, uh, Lock, hey mate, how you doing? Um, there's a boar over the there. Boar? Could you possibly kill it for us? <laughs> I'm looking into the eye of the jungle, and Boone needs me. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> mm, that's good. Like, I mean, where's like? Like, should they not be questioning this? And, like, he's got a gun. Like, sure, okay, I get the whole context behind the fact that Rai can't kill it. Like, great, cool, we've seen in the flashback. Think about your island castaways, Sawyer. They're hungry. Like, Shannon, like, you know, he's pearly. He's complaining a few episodes ago. He's goes being a dick about how he's got to, like, go poo in the jungle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you had anything yeah. out on that, but... <laughs> No. I do like the, the ball plotline. Can, can I just point out the, the the piano music we get in the background as he's pointing the gun? Like, it's just, it's very good. It's like, I love the music. Uh, Michael Giacchino. Yeah, amazing. it's great. Fun fact, that that is actually called Boar's Theme. Oh, cool. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake news. I just made that up. Fake news. Sad. <laughs> I just thought that would be a funny name for it's Michael Giacchino. It's actually called... Theme. It's actually called Original Sawyer's Theme, followed by Test of Vengeance. There, I've got Test the trivia. Test of Vengeance is a much better name than... <laughs> I love... It's actually called Borsing. Oh! Hang on a minute, let me just reply to that Donald Trump stuff since it's fake news. 
Worst piece of uh, porn news you. ever. Didn't even believe it. Sad. Fake <laughs> porn. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, we're back at the beach. Um, there's a random gin and sun scene. We get random gin and sun. Great. I guess it's teasing next week. Where's Boone? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're still making trouble. The one episode we've had without Boone in it. At least we got random Boone sitting on the beach with Shannon in the background. Um, I've written here, stupid Walton Vincent. Uh, the, the raft, because let's remember that's a thing. Um, and then we get uh, Charlie, Claire. Oh, let's have a walk, that walk right now. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Um, and then we get Jack back. Jack. Chopping wood. <laughs> Chopping wood. Our hero. Uh, <laughs> so, I do like Sawyer. Stick him up. They're trying to be funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. Because <laughs> he holds it for like five seconds. Like, oh, my God. Re-edit it. <laughs> Re-edit it. No. Bang. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> Next week, Saeed's so sitting oh, at the beach scene. with Sawyer. <laughs> Are you okay? I killed a man. I woke up in the middle of the night. Shut up, Sawyer. <laughs> you killed I a man. Mean- yeah. What a way to end, tie this episode all together into one. Though. Yeah, I mean, we obviously know as a viewer that Sawyer's had contact with Jack's dad, and like, but we they doesn't know that. So. And you're like, tell him, tell so him. So we get this random him. reference, as we mentioned before. Jack just uses out of context. That's why the socks will never yeah. win the series. It's like, uh, how are you feeling today, Jack? Oh, that's why the socks will never win the series. <laughs> Jack, Jack, what are you doing? That's why the socks will never. It's so forced, but it's still awesome. Jack, make out with me. That's why the socks will never win the series. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, can I also just point out, like, you won't get this reference because you don't like sport, but I'm a Chicago White Sox fan, so there's another team called the Sox, the White Sox, and there's the Red Sox. So what if Jack's talking about the White Sox? Because they wouldn't go on to win the World Series for another year, so he could be referencing both. Um, <laughs> just pointing out the inconsistencies there, Lost. Um, but yeah, so we, we get this great little scene. So obviously he randomly references this and so it's like, what did you say? Um, oh, come on, Sawyer, be the good guy. Tell him, tell him. <laughs> no. No, he basically won't tell him. Um, and he's but like, the payoff for that what does he say? So much what does he say? Like, your, your daddy, a doctor too? He's like, well, he was. He's dead now. And then kind of the face. He's like, why do you care about my death? <laughs> because I'm into old men. <laughs> uh, no reason. Lost. Like, no reason. Yeah. Oh, what a great way to tie it all together. It is very good. And just just looking, here's a trivia uh, on Lostpedia. Sawyer's first name is revealed to be James when he's talking with Frank Duckett. Uh, the Boston Red Sox had won the 2004 World Series at the time this episode had aired, but it had not occurred at the time of the events of the episode taking place according to the timeline. So, um, there you go. And also, here's a little random one for you. We don't really go a lot on through these trivias and production notes, but this is, I think, an interesting one. The epi- This episode was the first of the final nine episodes after the show was picked up for an entire season after the initial 13 oh, yeah. episodes. Uh, Emily DeRaven became a full series regular in this episode. Yay. Um, and, and here we go. Here we go. Ian Summerholder, Boone, and Maggie Grace, Shannon, did not appear in this episode. This is the first time either character has been absent. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so I kind of have an answer to uh, two questions here, um, just from cut material. So, uh, so apparently here, when Claire approached Charlie, he would have been fashioning a shovel for Ethan's corpse from a golf club. Um, so what we saw him, and then, um, so I guess that that would have been <laughs> that, that 
I, he would have been making a shovel and then they would have had that shovel. But I guess they decided, eh, this plotline dumb. Uh, let's just give him shovels and let's not show what Charlie's making. So that could have been an answer to both of those things there. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm also reading here, bloopers and continui- continuity errors. There's a fence visible in the background when Sawyer's in the mud. Um, there you go. Um, and... Contrary to the popular saying, a shrimp on the barbie, Australians call shrimp prawns. However, Frank Duckett was an American, so he could have made a cultural mistake. There you go. That's your reasoning behind that. Uh, I want to add here, Sydney is not really how Sydney looks. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, now, speaking of questions, do we have any? I guess it's got to be around Sawyer, although we kind of had that before, didn't we? I mean, we have Who's the Real Sawyer, right? Uh, so. Yes, uh, episode eight, Who's the Real Sawyer. Yeah, and I... Yeah, what's his name? But that wasn't really a big question. Yeah, nothing really here. Um, does Charlie's shovel that he tried to build get used at any point? Um, <laughs> what happened to Hibbs? Where's Boone? <laughs> <laughs> um, do the socks? How much on... were the shrimp? <laughs> do the... Why is there only two items on the menu? Uh, will the Sox win the World Series? Uh, will will yeah, will no, will Sawyer really. tell Jack? Ah, uh, I don't even need to put that in there. Okay. That's kind of just a like character moment. And just going over some of our previous, we don't have anything answered this episode, do we? Yeah. Uh, well, why was Jack's dad in Australia? Well, we don't actually find that out there, do we? So no. Um, yeah, cool. All right, so uh, let's rate it. Uh, what are we doing with this one, Mr. Groves? Are we buying it? You loved it? You're renting it? You thought, eh, or are you hating it, uh, putting it in the homecoming basket that I did last week? Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. And coming off coming special, hearts and minds, and whatever the case may be, this is a big up, I feel. Um, the flashback is probably the best we had so far, and maybe one of the best top 10, top 15 flashbacks of the entire series. Um it's just so dramatic, and I love the Christian stuff, the Frank Duckett stuff. Hibbs is in it. Mary Jo's in it. I love how it ties together with the end. Um, we have some... So that flashback is just so great. It's like a whole new show. Um, and we finally get why Sawyer was in Sydney. Um, the I Never is such a great thing. Like That's how you do relationship development, not mildly flirting. Um <laughs> And that has some funny moments, you know. There, there is some humor in this episode, as we mentioned. More expert and the, the lock stuff. This episode has so much buy potential. Like this could be a classic. Why did they have to have a dumb boar plotline? Like it just, it frustrates me because last week we had like, couldn't they have tied that into like the Ethan? Imagine like that Ethan storyline mixed with this. It would be like the darkest network TV episode ever. Like, um, I get that that was like a Charlie Claire thing, but if they had somehow fit that into it or something, but, oh, we'd just come off this big, like, fight against Ethan, and now we have this amazing flashback. Like, the whole episode should have just been the flashback. The boar stuff, you know, there's some humour there, but has to be a rent. It could easily be a buy based purely off the flashback. But the fact that the whole episode is based on Sawyer trying to catch a boar and the Charlie stuff is not done as well as it should have been. So 
it's an up from what we've seen for the past few weeks, but it misses out on that buy just because of this four plot line. I am going to buy it because I think that um, the Charlie stuff, yeah, tacked on, doesn't fit in. I mean, I'm not as down on the ball stuff as you are. I think it's just kind of fun. As I said to you, I think anybody else with Sawyer, it's going to be really cheesy, but I just kind of think it works with Sawyer. And just the acting, just alone, just the scene in the bar, just like to me, just puts this up so oh, yeah. high. And just Josh Holloway is just acting so underrated and deserves props for that. The Kate uh, Sawyer scene is just so amazing. Um, I, I just, I love this episode. This is an episode I would randomly just want to watch again. I just think it's so much fun. And just the flashback in itself sells it overall for me. So, yeah, I've gone from binning it a week ago to buying it. So, um, yeah, I'm buying this one. My first so, buy since Heart to Mind. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> so what's our buy tally? Uh, Who's being more generous? Five, so? six, seven, eight. I've bought nine. You've bought Whoa. five, six, seven, eight. I've bought one more than you have. You've been three. Yeah, <laughs> I've been one. <laughs> I'm a hard ass. Um, you know, this was close to a buy. It's just the ball stuff and the Charlie stuff bring it down. But, man, such an up from what we've seen in a really good episode. You've, so um, enjoyable. You've triple rented for the first time in a row. Uh, I triple rented between House of the Rising Sun, The Moth, and Confidence Man. Uh, so this is the very first time you've multiple rented. You haven't bought since all the best cowboys have daddy issues. So you've saved uh, some. I'm tough. Yeah. You've gone, uh, you've gone bin, bin, rent, rent, rent. my buy. Yeah, you've got to earn it. That's what Noah says all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem we've lost is, you know, I like the longer seasons. I actually almost, people love the shorter seasons, a lot of people, because they feel it's more concise. But I actually kind of like the drawn-out seasons because it gives us more character moments and just fun moments like the ball stuff and the golf course and stuff. So I actually like the longer episodes. The problem with the 24-episode season is the middles are always weak. You know, no one can do a strong 24-episode complete all buys it's always the middle like the starts are always great not normally and the ends are normally great but it's the middle section so expect that in season two as well i would um as a 24 fan argue that there is uh yeah i've already made my case for why 24 <laughs> um i can't wait to recover that show how have we just not done that show yet We'll do that after Lost. Anyway, so next week we're into dot, dot, dot in translation. Um, I love the next episode. I might even like it more than this one. So you might even know where I'm going with uh, my my money next week. But uh, it's a gin one. We've already had the sun one, but this is kind of the other side of what we saw in the sun one. It's very cleverly done, kind of the way they, they do it. And just some amazing acting. Daniel Day Kim, like, lordy, lordy, this guy's a good actor. Um, and... Yeah, I, I really, really like the next episode, um, and I am looking forward to, to covering it. Except the, the downside, of course, the next episode, <sighs> Saeed and Shannon. One step closer. So, oh. Well, that too, but Saeed and Shannon, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, lost in translation. Um, <laughs> Gina and Sun episodes are normally just, like, alright. Like, they're normally not, like, the best. They're rarely the worst. Um, this one is interesting because, you know, I know season one pretty well. It's the season I know the best of this show, but I knew the basic raft stuff and that it was a gene episode and that it was connected to House of the Rising Sun, but it's one I kind of forgot a lot of the interpersonal stuff that happens in it. Um, and, you know, I enjoyed it on a rewatch. Um, there's a lot 
of good stuff in there. There's some bad stuff in there, but yeah, I thought it was a fun one to rewatch, especially because it's probably the one season one episode that I had kind of the least memory on. So yeah, in translation, excited. I just got the title lost in translation. Oh, um, really? <laughs> You're joking, right? Let's say I am to save face for myself. Um, if you like our shows uh, because you're listening to it, uh, please subscribe to us on all the variety of uh, platforms that we are. iTunes, of course, Stitcher, Spotify. If you don't use any of those services, you can find our RSS feed online. Just use whatever podcast service you use. Subscribe, as I said, uh, rate us, leave us feedback. We'd appreciate it. Again, if we haven't responded to any of your questions or concerns uh, to completely date this, uh, today is the very first day we've actually released our Lost Podcasts. So we've just released the two pilots. Um, so we're now into episode 16 recording this. So you can, and we've been cancelled. Yeah, <laughs> no and I probably died at some point. So like this is just, you know, <laughs> shouldn't say that a few days away from going on a road trip, Ben. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, uh, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, everything else in between. So, uh, thank you for listening. My name is Ben, and here, Dennis, 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 Dennis! Here, Dennis, 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 Dennis! And my name's Noren. Oh, that's good. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.